Hey everyone, thanks for tuning in. Let's start with a bop. Oof, you guys are gonna love this one. Okay, callers, is the album worth a listen? It's so good. I bet you would love the intro. Let's play it. Whoa, a win like that calls for some victory music. Yes, sir. We are back. Well, for the last time, Blackman Radio, J5 in the building, Josh Pease. What's going on, brother? Josh Pease reporting live from the um, Melhouse, Melhouse, Morehouse College campus. You know, back to school vibes. Why, why are you there? I mean, I'm just out here hanging out, um, <laughs> you know, doing some things. <laughs> standing, just standing outside. <laughs> no, I've actually like this hallway, but um, the band room, the band wing, it's just crazy. It's actually funny because... I never went to college. So this is actually... That's what I'm saying. I went, I, yeah, it's funny. Like, I went to the college for two years and really... It wasn't even a real college experience. I was just up there selling drugs, but <laughs> this is interesting. <laughs> Oh my God, we gotta get we're gonna get into that in a second. Uh, also on the line, MC in the building. What's good, MC? I thought Josh was gonna say he was live from the Treehouse of Horror. I was gonna say, wow, that's that's a that's a good theme. This well, week. On, honestly, depending on who you are, Morehouse might be the Treehouse of Horror. It's a good campus, man. Reminds me of high school. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! Of course, you are listening to Black Print Radio one last time. It's our final episode. As you guys already know, on October 31st, the AMP app will be winding down, uh, sunsetting, shuttering, however you want to call it. I got the Ouija board out. I'm, I'm about to bring this bitch back today. I'm bringing it back. Josh said it's moving smooth today. It's moving smooth today. The bandwidth thing. I didn't think about that. It's nobody on this motherfucker. Yeah, they cleared the barbs out. They've already moved on to Uvu or whatever the fuck they, they, <laughs> they've been using. But hey, we're back here today. We, we're we're going to... We might have some guests pull up. I think some people uh, said they were going to pull up today. I'll, I'll, I'll wait to see when they when they uh, when they touch down into into chat gang. And well, well we want to talk to you guys. I mean, this is the last episode. All the boxes are packed. You know what I'm saying? Uh, we we moving stuff out the studio, so to speak. And uh, yeah, we're we're here. You know, if you guys got any questions, you want to hop into you know the chat, ask us any questions you want, talk to us, let us know, man. Just 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 there's that little mic button. I'm calling everybody up today. I said, fuck it, right? Yeah, man. Gotcha. That shit crazy. What, what, I'm just like, I'm, it's just crazy to me that this is the last episode. I think I thought this la- the app would outlast us on this platform. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what made you say that? I don't know. I just feel like, you know, I, 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 you, you see these apps come up. And it's such a good idea. I was just talking to someone before we started. I love the idea. I think mm. it's such an innovative way for people to, you know, to speak and stay connected to, you know, supporters and so forth and i'm just surprised it didn't catch on i think everyone wants their own radio show to a certain degree yeah and this kind of gave people that but um but it just didn't stick that's that's crazy to me uh we got our first guest here of course it's gonna be of course it's him dion what's going on dion what's good what you got hey, only, hey listen man only makes sense it yeah. only makes sense think about it i was the first guest on the first show on amp now I'm the last one. Oh, well, not the last That's one. True. I was the first to be on the last episode. It hasn't. It hasn't made sense, man. Yeah, man. You know what I mean? How you doing, brother? 
I'm doing good. I, I just want to say how much this like amp show really meant to me. And, it, you know, I didn't really think about it until today because like when you guys dropped your first episode on amp, I was kind of like moving into my apartment and getting settled. And now that my lease is up, I'm actually I was literally moving all my stuff out. And I was like, man, like I really grew with this show, and, you know, and developed like as an adult, you know, so like this show really means a lot to me. I tuned in almost every Wednesday. You know, I loved all the guests y'all had from Cam to It's The Real, you know, to, you know, Armand, you know, a lot of people, you know. So, like, yeah, this show definitely means a lot. I just want to give you guys y'all flowers. I mean, even when I was with my former team, the Houston Hip Hop Museum, like, you guys, like, inspired me to, like, have them to create the show. And I was just literally following y'all format. So I just want to give you all y'all flowers and say how much this show really meant a lot. And obviously, I'm going to continue to support whatever you guys do um, in the future, for sure. For sure, man. Be indeed of that one. Be indeed of that one. Thank, thank you, brother. I appreciate that. And again, I, I want people to know um, the podcast isn't ending. Somebody hit me up today like, damn, is it all over? I was like, nah. <laughs> like, oh, just, the, just the live portion. <laughs> nah, it's not. Yeah, y'all go listen to that Throwblacks, man, because that 3-6 Mafia um, episode, That you know, let me get it straight. 3-6 Mafia is my favorite rap group of all time as well. Like, I feel wow. like they're they're like the most influential to me as well. Um, just from like, like I said, the lyrics, the production, the sampling, like, so that when y'all did most known unknown, like that definitely hit me. Cause I, I love, I love three, six, man. So I appreciate even y'all doing that. So y'all definitely check out the podcast for real. Like it's still ongoing from the B side. So the throw blacks to recut jams to the original sh- um, show that they do. Like y'all, y'all really doing it out here. Thank you, brother. Thank man, you. I appreciate that for real. I got a question for you. Who, who's your favorite member of three, six? Ooh. <laughs> man honestly bro um i'm gonna I'm say gangsta boo man i feel like gangsta boo was, is my favorite i mean it's, it's really hard to not you know not to say her like to, not to say her like she really was repping and i i really i really just love like uh what she put on in the game you know what i'm saying so i would say gangsta boo close second is juicy j only because like i knew more of juicy j's music more than like you know dj paul and lord infamous and all that other stuff. But um, yeah, I would say Gangsta Boo and then Juicy J is like a cool second. Yeah, we, we touch okay. on this. We touch on this on Throwblacks that Juicy J kind of had a third wind in a lot of ways in the 2010s. Yeah. Just just around younger people, younger artists. And then, you know, he had the Blue Dream and Lean. He had all of that stuff. So it, I, I think this is proof right here that, you know, even if, you know, you weren't as big on everything Three Six Mafia. Juicy J was like a enduring legacy that happened after you know after the group had kind of uh, disbanded. Yeah, I had got on Three Six like like re- literally during that time, the most known unknown. Like I, I even though I was a kid, I visually remember because my mom watches the Academy Awards. I visually remember them winning that Academy Award, and my mom was like, "Who the hell are these guys?" And I was just like, <laughs> "Who the hell are these guys too?" Because like I ain't never seen no one go into the Academy Awards looking like that. So, like, from there, obviously, Still Fly was a big hit. You couldn't avoid, you could not, like, not hear that song. It was everywhere. And side to side, obviously. So then from there, you know, I kind of just had to go. Like, as I got older, you know, I went back and did my research. And then, obviously, at that time, Juicy J was blowing up and shit like that. So that's kind of how I found my love for 3-6, man. Like, yeah, so that was, that that episode is amazing. Y'all should go check it out, sincerely, honestly. You know what's crazy, Dion? You were somebody I thought about a lot during that throw blast because we couldn't talk about most unknown, un, most known unknown without talking about Houston, Texas, and especially that 2005 run of albums that came out of Houston. It meant a lot in Florida. I can only imagine how much it meant to Houston at that time. 
Nah, it did. Like that Swisher House era, like meant a lot. Like that, that was really my introduction to Houston hip hop. If you want to be honest, like Mike Jones, like legit was my first favorite rapper. I'm not even lying mm-hmm. to you. Wow. I, like I could, because it, like as a kid, you can easily remember his verse. Like it was just repetitive. So he's only saying I'm Mike Jones, who Mike Jones, and then the number two eight one three three zero. Like that's easy for me to remember a rap verse. So like, of course he's gonna be my first favorite rapper. And then like, still tipping was everywhere. You know, obviously Paul Wall dropping his album, Slim Thug dropping already platinum, Mike Jones dropping his project. Like it just all made sense. And then Chameleon there was there. Lil Flip was already well, he was kind of already on the wayside because of the obviously the TI beef, and I vividly remember that too. So like shit like that, yeah. No, Houston had a big wave, you know, in the mid two thousands, man. Like I mean, for real. Like it's even with A Ball MJG. Like I feel like uh, you guys touched on A Ball MJG, but you know they were they were signed to Suave House Records, which was a Houston record label. Uh, owned by uh, I think his name was Tony Draper. Yeah. So yep. like their their connections to Houston, Memphis connections to Houston is very you know documented. So like yeah, that they always had that great relationship. I even had the honor of even interviewing A Ball MJG and just talking about wow. their connections wow. to Houston. So like that was really dope. And they they fuck with Lil Flip heavy. Like Memphis fucks with Lil Flip heavy. So um yeah nah it's it's all there honestly. We've got we've got two messages from from the chat gang right now. Rob said, "I used that Mike Jones number when teachers wanted to call my mom." And A plus said, "A hey, Dion, I gotta ask, what is it about Houston rappers and the Turning Lane?" <laughs> Honestly, bro, like the Turning Lane, I don't know, man. It's 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 really just a Houston thing. I, I can't even explain it myself, bro. I really can't. It's just something you just gotta be here to. Yeah, you just you know do. Like, Houston just does. Like, there's really no explanations. Like, why do we call? Why do we call? The, why do we call our you know our cars like the the tires elbows and all that shit? Like, why do we call that? Because they poke we it Because they poke, they poke, poke out. Out. Yeah. Elbow, Obviously, but you know, like a lot of people still care. But it's like we just do. Like, it, we we just do our thing here. So that's really what it is, honestly. But what were you gonna say, nah, Josh? Houston, what were you gonna say, Josh? No, I was gonna say no. Houston car coach, I love it. Um, turning lane is just popular just because that's where you can actually stop in the middle of the road and not be blocking the road. <laughs> so people will stop in the middle of the road and then pop their trunks and then have the LEDs or like the neon lights in the trunk, and that's just a whole thing. Like I, yeah, Houston car culture is big for me. Like I, at one point, I'm gonna own an Impala with some swingers and and have my name in the trunk. So. I love just that what they brought to the game with that. Most definitely, like, and that's and I mean, a lot of that happens in McGregor Park in Houston. Like, that's where they usually have the car shows, like every Sunday, uh, McGregor Park. I, I know Mark's been talking about wanting to come down to Houston one day, but uh, yeah, y'all should definitely come see a car show in Houston. Like, I mean, it's it's really nothing like it. It's really nothing like it. I mean, it's kind of like, it, you know, they the police kind of be tripping sometimes, but like. Um, you know, like it's still something to see, like to see all the cars there and just to see all the people there and the culture there and the community there. I mean, we have so many historically black community, historic black communities in Houston. Like it, it's just amazing. Like I, I don't think I could ever leave Houston, honestly. That's just I rep it so hard. Beautiful place. Yeah, because we were like, because Dallas was cool. I'm not going to say I'm not going to say that I did not have a great time in Dallas. Dallas was a lot of fun, but I need to see that Houston skyline. I need to see that silhouette. I need to go to screwed up records and tapes just to, just to be able to say that I've seen it. That's something that I've wanted to do probably since I was 05 was 14. So yeah, wanted to do that since 14 and now I'm 32 or so. It's almost all, it's, it's, it's something that needs to happen. Yeah, no, definitely. Yeah. Let, let me know, Mark, you know what I'm saying? I could definitely show you around. Like our, our, our it's, it's crazy. Even the club culture here is, I ain't gonna hold you, man. Like, Hey, 
It's different out here, man. I'm just saying. I always say the Houston strip clubs are on par with Atlanta. Like I've been to Dreams. I remember I went to Dreams and saw uh, Malaya do a whole. She did the whole set to to uh, Young Money. It was all Young Money songs. It's crazy. I was like, yo, she she's our very own brand for this. The popping strip club right now, I think it's Area Twenty Nine. That's the popping one right now, where all the celebrities go to nowadays. But yeah, like Dreams was Dreams was one of them for sure. But yeah, nah, like definitely want any of you guys, man. I definitely would love to show y'all around if y'all haven't been, like just to get y'all that experience. But yeah, I, I just love how much you guys like. Especially with Throw Blacks, you know, y'all talked about, you know, Jeezy and like, you know, Three Six Mafia and now you're going to Outcast. Like, y'all are really going to that Southern Lane and just like really talking. Cause I know obviously, jo- jo- I mean, Justin, you know, being from Virginia, like, you know, that, those those albums, those artists, they mean so much to people you know, like me, you, even you, Mark, you know, living in Florida, like, you know, those, those projects and these people that have made an impact in hip hop, they mean so much. And I feel like they deserve their respect for sure. It's an important era for, for just, how old we are you know what i'm saying like i think all of us came up in that era so it's really cool to go back and and touch on those uh those albums that really kind of made an impact on us and that's why i'm glad that the three six mafia episode is resonating so much because we had a lot of history behind that we talk about how they came up and you know if you guys haven't heard it yet make sure you go check us out on on our podcast make sure you follow the black print uh, on podcast join our patreon all of that but we talk about the history behind it and i and i keep telling people like if you if even if you don't fuck with three six mafia when you listen to that episode, you're gonna you're gonna be like, oh, that's where that came from. Or, oh, they sampled this, and oh, like they they're the ones who started this. And especially the conversation that me, Josh, and MC have about Crunk and who started it. You know what I mean? And and, and you know, I, I'm gonna take a quick break here, but I want to show kind of like how Crunk kind of developed from Memphis and and how and what they were doing over there. So you know, make sure you do that. Well, of course, we're we're going down the the spooky lane here. It's uh, it's it's Halloween season. This was originally supposed to be a celebration of, <laughs> of uh, the spooky songs playlist. But you know, we're gonna play it out in our last episode here. But before before we go to break, Dion, what's your favorite scary movie? Sc- uh, scream voice. My favorite scream voice. No, my your favorite scary movie, and I'm saying it in a scream oh. voice. I can't, I can't. Oh my voice. bad, my bad. My favorite scary movie. Damn. Um, I ain't gonna lie, bro. Like. I think it might be uh, what's that movie? I think it's Hereditary. I think I like that that movie. That movie's creepy as hell. Have you seen that, John? I, I, yeah, I have. That, that is a good one. That's a, of the recent movies. That's one of the scariest movies I've seen. Honestly, yeah. either that or The Evil Dead, the one that came out in 2013. That one was crazy. I ain't gonna hold you. I like that one as yeah. well. Yeah, but that was probably that. funny story about Hereditary. Is there is there's a part where they're doing a, a seance, right? And um, when she's at the lady's house, like it's the mom, and she goes over to that old lady's house, right? And so I went to go see it at the uh, the the Lemley, the Lemley in no- in NoHo. Um, so like we, oh yeah, uh, I was in there, we were chilling, watching it. I'm already on edge. You've already seen quite a few uh, disturbing things in the movie by this point, and they're doing a fucking seance to talk to the little girl that passed away. The lights cut off, and we thought it was part of the movie. It was not part of oh, the movie. Nah. So we was just. <laughs> we were just sitting there in the dark and they said, Oh, I'm sorry y'all. Uh, yeah, we had to like, and again, the movie's creepy. So again, they're, they're like, Oh, we, you know, we got to, you know, we, the power, we lost power. You got to come back tomorrow and go see it. You know I mean? We, we're going to give you a free ticket. I'm like, nigga, I don't want to come back. I was already on edge. And then it just gets worse from there. But uh, we're going to take a quick break. Uh, we're going to actually play, you know, uh, Dion mentioned Gangsta Boo. So I'm going to play one of my favorite Gangsta Boo verses or maybe top two, top three Gangsta Boo verses. And we're going to be right back on Blackprint Radio. If you're in chat, gang, leave us a question. If you want to call in, c- come on up, man. It's the last episode, man. We, we chilling. Just ask us some questions. Talk to us. Chop it up with us. 
uh, of course, on Blackpink Radio. I want to thank Dion for, for joining us on the show and all those kind words, brother. Thank you so much. So we'll be right back on Blackpink Radio. hate that the song don't got like the perfect ending that you know you know this was one of those things black print radio j5 in the building josh p is live from atlanta ironically mc course in florida that was get crunk by Lil john before that we had who run it by three six mafia wanted to kind of bridge the gap between what crunk it was then how three six mafia brought it in you know the call and response obviously the violence uh got the whole chat gang stacking right now I'm thinking this is less spooky songs and more like violent hurt some people songs that's going on. Maybe it's maybe it's like a subconscious rage that amp is ending. What do y'all think? It can be. It can, it can be scary. I, I'd like a nice little um, uh, Jordan Peele still doing adaptations and flipping songs. I'd like a get that that song that sound and get crunk. You can flip that into some scary with, with the orchestra and shit. Yeah. With the orchestra. Yeah. The orchestra <laughs> Hey, you want a song? Speaking of orchestra versions, um, Metro Boom is actually doing a show in LA tomorrow with the Red Bull Symphony. Yeah, yeah. So he's doing like orchestra versions of like all of his hits. So that's gonna be crazy. Hopefully that gets pre-taped or taped somehow. They usually do because I think they did with the Rick Ross, um, the Rick Ross one that they did a year ago, I believe. Um, okay. So it usually does end up on the YouTube. I actually one of my one of my old coworkers from Red Bull like offered me tickets, but I I wasn't able to go. I'm actually kind of mad that I wasn't able to. But um, yeah, man, Three Six Mafia, Throwblacks is out. Last episode on Amp, of course, Chat Gang. Thank you for rocking with us. Anybody wants to call in, make sure you know just tap that little microphone button. We'll call you up. We could talk, chop it up, ask some questions, Q and A. It's all it's all free today. But uh, you said Crunk fell off in the chat, Josh. What what do you think Crunk has kind of evolved into now? You know, it's funny. I was almost going to put this in the chat, but I was like, let me not. I didn't want to put it in writing. Honestly, Crunk fell off when white people got a hold of it. When, like, the rock bands and white folks started moshing and liking <laughs> Crunk music, that was exactly when it started to hit his downfall. Shit was crazy. Yeah, because, you know, I, I think a lot of people would say that the <clears throat> the closest kind of air to the Crunk era is, like, Playboy Cardi, right? But I don't even look at his songs as so much as Crunk or as him trying to do an approximation of what he feels as though like black metal or death metal is to rap. Like it's not really Crunk. Crunk was never yeah. like and, and Lil John turned Crunk into rock and it was cool for that moment. But it was always the 808s and the call and response and the, the violent choruses and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for me, I feel like Crunk music nowadays is like Duke Deuce. <laughs> and like whoever's making that type of music, yeah. like and it's like I don't I don't really see. I mean, I, I get how people could think the correlation is there with Cardi and Uzi and even Yeet to a certain uh, degree, but a lot of that music doesn't really have aggression. It just has energy to me. Yeah. Whereas punk music had aggression and energy. And that's just a whole different vibe. Because you know what what was what was different in Crunk and different like with, with what Three Six was doing. A lot of times they was leading with the fists and fucking people up. And now these niggas now got switches. They got all types of guns. 
that's what they lead him with now. Like Crunk was really in the pops. Yeah, like Crunk was like Lil John said in that song, "Run around this bitch." Where are y'all running to? <laughs> Bro, funny story. One of my first times in Atlanta, I went to um this club, Obsessions. If anyone's familiar with Atlanta, Obsessions was like the first one of the big eighteen and over clubs out here. And literally, it used to be like an old Walmart or Kmart or some shit. And like they turned it into a club. And I'll never forget first time. This might have been 2011 or 12. Um, we went to the club and this was like early Brick Squad era. And it was just like the Brick Squad, not even a group. It wasn't even the members. It was like just they little homies just running through the club and like in a line, just <laughs> running people over. Like literally like anybody in their way, they throwing bows, they punching them, they kicking them, just running around the club though in a line. Like it looked like they practiced this shit like on a field and it was like, yo, this is the formation we're going to be in. And um, yeah, bro, like that was one of my first up close experiences with um, just Atlanta clubs and, and crunk to a certain degree. I think it was pretty much dead at that time, but Waka kind of was keeping that flame alive in some some degree. So yeah, that's just, it's different, man. It's a different type of energy, different type of aggression that um, I'm glad isn't around right now because people really get been, we're really, would really be getting hurt. Yeah, I mean, people are on all types of shit. I hate to like sound like, uh, you know, a big disclaimer here, but it's like, I mean, you don't know what niggas is on now. Like, they, like, Crunk could probably not survive in the, in the same way that it did. I mean, niggas was on shit back in the day too, but I, I think that again, it, a lot of that was the music and, and again, it evolved and now I feel like it's just sort of stagnant. I don't know if Crunk could ever come back because, I mean, there, there isn't like a personality that could bring that back. Um, but it's still good that these songs like Lil Jon and like what 36 Mafia did, they live on in different ways. They live on in different formats uh, through younger artists. And, and yeah, like that that's really where it is. And, and again, you know, Crunk is kind of scary. It is scary being a club getting punched out. I think about the So Icy Club video. One of the most classic YouTube yeah. videos of all time. <laughs> Fuck what he talk about. That's funny that you brought that up. Why? It's funny you brought that up because Waka's literally here right now. He's doing an interview for this show. Oh, wow. Wow. <laughs> is he? Him and his mom is crazy. They're both here. Um, I want to bring it up to him when I see him. <laughs> yeah, listen, Waka, hey, put, hey, put him on put him on FaceTime. Let him meet, let him meet his biggest fan. That's, that's Mark right here. That, that. Please tell him I've I've shed tears to LeBron Flocka James one and two, not three, but one and two. <laughs> but three again, has classics though. But again, man, I, but before we get to this, we, we got a new episode of, uh, of Black Print coming out next week. Uh, I gotta find my I gotta find my outfit. Josh, are 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 y'all don't got them yet? I ain't got it yet. You got my shit, man. I'm gonna be Larry Davis. I got my shit. All right. Well, I gotta find mine. Let me let me hit Amazon. What should I be, y'all? The, the the sub-zero shit is a is a no because it, it said it was gonna get here November twenty sixth. I waited too long. A sub zero off Amazon, you said? Yeah, well in my size at least. That's the last time I saw it. Uh, you better pull up to Party City. <laughs> get the mask. <laughs> Just get a mask. Yo, y'all better not sell you better not sell the costume, man. I think I'm gonna I think I'm gonna come I think I'm gonna show up decent. I don't know. I I'm just I have two options. Mm-hmm. I don't know which way I'm gonna go, but I'm gonna do either one of the two options. What okay. Well, where I'm waiting. Should I tell him? Yes, nigga. Oh, well, okay. I, it's either it's either I'm going to you brought up Jimmy Butler last time. It's either I'm going to do Jimmy Butler with the hair, the eye, the eye uh the eye makeup, the piercings and all that, or or I might do I might do for all the dogs era Drake with the hair and the pins in my head. Oh, wow, okay. You got to get the colorful pins though. 
Yeah, I know. I'm going to get them. I dig that. Hold on, let me... I don't know what I'm going to do. Though. Uh, but then I got to get the Is Virgil jacket. Josh said a perm, though? <laughs> <laughs> I'll rock a perm. I'll rock a perm for the show. Why not? Oh man, I, I want to see the Jimmy Butler one. That's a good one. You gotta get the lip piercing and all that. Listen, as as much I, as I love Halloween and scary things and scary movies, I'm not like the biggest costume guy, and I just never been the costume guy because it's like, how can I make it look fly? And you can't really do that. I've wanted to be more of the, I've wanted to be more of a costume guy. There's so many things going down this weekend. Obviously, this is the quote. Well, obviously, this is the last weekend before Halloween. So Saturday, there's a lot of events going down. Sunday, there's a lot of events going down for those that are just going to be outside and enjoying Halloween festivities or gatherings or kickbacks or whatever you're going to do. I want to be the dress up guy. But then every time this year comes and I'm like, OK, I sold it this year. Next year, I'm going to go all out. Then yeah. the time next year comes, I'm just like, fuck, it's here again. I didn't do it. Now nah, I gotta repeat the process. It happens every year. I low key might be Paw Patrol. Paw Patrol. Yeah, I low key. How you gonna do that? that? What you mean, Paw Patrol the outfit, nigga? What's the what's the what's the Paw Patrol outfit, nigga? Paw, do you know what Paw Patrol is? Hell no. That's why I'm asking. It's like a it's like a kid show with dogs for all the dogs. Oh okay. For a few drink for all you the might dogs. be, be <laughs> yeah actual be <laughs> actual dog. We got a special guest on the show. <laughs> A friend of the show, guest on the show, literally a month ago, moments before we found out that the show was the, the show was going to be ending. Uh, Armand Sadler is on the show. What's going on, Armand? What's good, man? What's popping, gang? How y'all feeling? We good, man. Doing good. I had to pop in. We was talking Halloween costumes, so I had to pop in because I'm I'm usually pretty lazy with mine too. Um, I think the most creative I got was in 2016 when I was a bottle of uh, uh, I, I, I was a bottle of. <laughs> Hennessy Black. Yo, you, got, right, a, you got a problem, my nigga. That's hilarious. <laughs> you you got a real problem, and I think we need to have an intervention with you and in, in your drinking, brother. Um, maybe, maybe. Um, but um, you know, this year I'm not today because I'm 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 actually going hard with costumes this year because I'm hosting a party Saturday. Um, so I have two options. I'm either going to be Sonic the Hedgehog, or I'm going to be the villain in Sonic the Hedgehog, Doctor Eggman. I'm, I'm just gonna tell you right now you shouldn't be sonic you should definitely be dr eggman <laughs> eggman <laughs> you know what's funny we used to call that nigga robotnik and then his yep. name changed to eggman i don't like it yeah that shit is that shit not cool you remember robotnik yeah. josh yeah i do remember that i i, I actually that's a really good outfit for you armin because you got the bald head exactly. <laughs> i'm not mad at that that's exactly what i was thinking so i'm thinking i'm gonna be dr eggman slash robotnik for the party because cause the jacket is cool. I got the goggles, the gloves. And then well, we have to dress up for work. We don't have to dress up for work. But if you dress up and you send a picture, you get a free day off. So I'm going to just go into the office as Sonic and then go out on Tuesday after work as Sonic. Because it's going to be real recognizable. So that's 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 my plan for Halloween. That's hard. I like that. that hey, yeah, man. that's cool. But, but how have you been, my brother? Like what, what's going on in the on the music front? How you feeling about things that are going on right now? It's been a been a big week since the Drake album came out, Bad Bunny came out. What what's your read on how things are going right now? It's it things have gone how I expected. You know, a lot of people waited for the summer um and for the fourth quarter for big drops. Obviously, you and I have been talking about for all the dogs a lot. I'm calling that my album of the year. Um Wow, that's Bad Bunny. That's crazy. I mean, it's it's not that crazy to me, bro. I mean, prior to that, it was Gunner's album and it was Diddy's album. Um and it was really just those were the best of what was 
given, but I kind of knew like, bro, and anytime Drake drops, his album is going to be within the conversation. And he really delivered with for all the dogs. Like I've honestly, and obviously I'm a huge Drake fan. I listen to his shit when it drops, but like, I don't think I've listened to a Drake album like uh, within the, the, the week or two that it's dropped this much since probably more like, like I've been, I've been running for all the, like every single day, walking to the bus, turn off Virginia beach, let that shit run when I'm in the office and I, and I have some downtime, turn that shit on, let it run, going home, play that shit. Like it's for all the dogs is it, man. It's, it's really it. Money for fun. I'm still, I'm still catching new lines. I'm still catching new lines off that album. That's one thing I appreciate re revisiting it. Some things you just don't hear on the first, that on the first listen. And I gotta, yeah. I, gotta I gotta say with, with, with you too, Mark, like, I feel like you fuck with it because like usually if you you like ah I kind of like go out of my out of my rotation with this one I actually feel I think you fuck with this quite a bit. Yeah, when when you play the first when you play it the first time I was a little bit in indi- a little bit indifferent on the first half. What is it? Wow, twenty one songs. So like that first seven or so at the beginning I was fucking with seven nine six nine Santa all the way down, which is still I mean even if you were to cut that first seven songs and just keep that uh what would it have been 15 songs so that would have been insane but now i'm kind of like warming up to that first half a whole lot more so taking all those 21 songs or so into consideration let's see where it actually is sitting right now i don't know where it is sitting in my it's gonna be number one in my drake uh collection right now let's see i gotta take a look at the numbers i, I think, think i have like around 49 not, not, not 49 99 listens I, I got to take a look and see where it's ranking in my Drake area I, right now. I think the Tolliver uh, is still, is still. I don't know if this is the same for you, Josh. The Tolliver is probably the most played for me still. Drake will probably hit like number Yeah, no, no. That's definitely my album of the year. Um, it's crazy. That was still the test of time, too. Like, I think nothing else has come out that's really swayed me. The Drake album is cool. I enjoy it. Um, I enjoy it more than the internet is enjoying it, I think. But I wouldn't say it's my favorite album of the year. Um, I like the, it's funny. Uh, you mentioned the Diddy project. That was one that was up there for me. I'm um, the offset project. Honestly, that's a project. Yeah. That I'm like, Oh, like that's, he really kind of delivered. Um, it's a, it's a certain type of energy though. That's definitely like gym energy. Absolutely. Maybe driving fast, but it's not everywhere. And that's the one thing about Drake. Drake will make him, he, his album, you can play at any time. Mm-hmm. It doesn't yeah. matter. It could be in the morning. It could be at night. It could be in the gym. It's just good for any moment. And that's mm-hmm. why he always wins. Yeah. Uh, yeah, absolutely. I like similar to Mark, my first listen to For All the Dogs, I, I was like trying to figure it out because you start with Virginia Beach, Amen, Calling for You. Um, so it's like, all right, like this is the more rappy type stuff, but then it's slow. And then you hit that 7969 Santa run. And it's like, oh shit, like this might as well just be an RB album for real. Um, and like Mark said, like I'm definitely catching new lines too. At first, I was really feeling like um, 7969. Drew Picasso, but Bahamas Promises might be my favorite song on the album now. Like that shit is just really hitting for me. What a sad song that is. <laughs> but, 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 but I get it, man. Like you be going on vacation, people be fucking your trips up. Like that's, yeah, see, that's how it be. Y'all don't y'all don't got wives, so I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a I was gonna say I'm a call. It. <laughs> I'm a call it. I think. I think Armin loves this album because he might be going through something. Yeah, it might be. That, that really might be what it is. Well, <laughs> Just save that for a Patreon conversation. Oh, uh, see? <laughs> I, it, all right. All right. One thing that I really do appreciate about like that that not appreciate. It's like it's like 
I appreciate what this show gave us in terms of letting letting us see that like we actually had listeners that want to interact with us. So like there's there's obviously things that we're working on right now that's going to help us out, help us do that. But now we can kind of bring those guests like Armand and people like that onto the main show. We can really have like conversations about like other shit going on. And I think that's mm-hmm. going to be really dope, too. And, and, you know, as I look, you know, look forward into uh, what's going to happen next with what we do with, with Black Print Radio and stuff like that. I think that's going to be the most exciting thing because, like you had said, for the most part, even though it was completely amazing, and I appreciate this just off the fact that I was able to talk to so many different people that I knew just being around internet spaces and now being able to actually converse with them and learn more about them. That was something that I literally wouldn't trade for anything. But now it's just like, okay, now that this is pretty much a chapter that is closing, now we can have these conversations with a lot of people and new friendships that we've built through that. And I actually have, you know, a lot more friendly and I'm a lot more friendly banter, things that would make a podcast, of course, and things that would make things a lot more enjoyable and less, uh, less, I guess, I guess less interview based in that manner. Yeah, nah, we 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 really killed it, and and you're you're part of that, Armand. I, I know like people like Cam Bands is on here. Charday, we had Charday Jenkins on the show. Like that was that was one of my mm-hmm. favorite episodes. What, what was one of your favorite episodes, Josh? Um, Nikki actually. Well, I just ran into today out here in Atlanta. Um, that was definitely one of my favorites. Um, enjoy Mario. I think he's just always a good conversation and just has so much good game. Um, Armand actually, man, I liked how he interviewed us. I think that was just a cool twist to what we do here. Thanks, man. <laughs> yeah, that was that was a dope ass little interview, and it it was cool to uh to kind of turn the camera on us for once. You know what I mean? So to speak, you don't see that a lot. Mm-hmm. It's something I, I I I would love to do, not too often, obviously, but it's something I would love to do again one day. But um, again, we we had uh Lejethro Jink, uh Jones on here, like like so many like guests that like I had, I hadn't even people that I hadn't talked to in a long time, like Huey that we had on here, the Huey episode was, was, was really dope. We really got a chance mm-hmm. to kind of like fucking get to the bottom and, and, and of, of a lot of different conversations, but also talk to people that, that you might just only see through a screen. And I think that it was, it was awesome to have that, but nothing bigger or better than the Huey Briss episode, which is still one of the, <laughs> what the fuck episodes we've ever had on this show. Yeah, that was a good one, man. Shout out to Huey. You got to fucking drop a song. I actually have an exclusive announcement for uh, for you and the uh, you guys and the listeners now. And it involves one of your AMP guests, uh, previous AMP guests. Um, so I, as you all know, I have my podcast, Stay Busy. Season 5 is coming soon. We're starting a little later than planned. But for all the listeners here who know who this guy is, one of my new co-hosts uh, will be Will Foster, who... Um, oh, shit! Sir. <laughs> Um, you know, man, just cash go bane playlisting for Apple Music, uh, Animal House, Third Shift. So he's gonna be my new co-host. So for everyone listening, you know, you guys got an exclusive. Uh, we're doing promo, and, and our trailer is gonna be coming out soon. And I'm really excited to have him along. We're, we're adding somebody else as well, but um, yeah, man, that's just it's gonna be great. He's we, we like did like a test episode, and our chemistry was just super fire. So I, I can't wait for people to see it. Hey, we gotta we gotta we gotta get on that one. Third shift Armand is dangerous. I don't know. I don't know how many how what the, what the levels are going to be for third shift Armand. <laughs> you know me, man. <laughs> but Armand, I want to I want to thank you for for joining us on the show today. Really appreciate that, brother. Thank yeah. you for just always being supportive, always being you know always tapping in, being in chat gang, damn near every week. Um, yeah, and man. and thank you for being there with us, bro. Nah, man. Thank y'all for the entertainment every week. Um, y'all are my brothers, Josh. I just recently met you, but I fuck with you heavy, Mark. You know, you, you know what we do when we link up. Still can't believe I haven't met the, Jay. Wait, 
Wait, wait, what do y'all do when y'all link up? <laughs> we just have a good time, man. It's always a good time. That was that was odd. Tear right, down, right? Like, tear down the town, right, Josh? That energy was weird when he said, "You know how we do." I love that, man. <laughs> that was a very much a uh, twin. Never tell. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be. We're gonna take another break. We'll be right back on uh, Black Print Radio uh, final episode. So you know, get ready. Yes, sir. Black Print Radio. Yeah, man. That's where we're at. We're at our hour. I'm looking around like Will Smith in the uh, in the house, all the boxes. You know what I mean? Listen, man, we're we're not going anywhere. Just this show is going. You know, I, I, I really, before we get out of here, I really want to thank all the people at Amazon for giving us this opportunity. They put us on billboards. They put us in commercials next to Tanache and Joe Budden and stuff like that. They really gave us an opportunity to have more people see the show and, you know, gave us a, a really cool chance to connect with you guys. And, and you know, we, we don't take that for granted at all, you know, in through any of this stuff. So uh, as we sign off, I just want to let everybody in the chat know just how great this opportunity a, a, has been. Yeah, no, man, like you said, I think they gave us a platform um, to really just get, you know, the black print. Uh, message and voice out there and i um, always appreciative of the whole team um you know matt kelton uh galen christine um the person that counts payable yes <laughs> shout out to you what's her name hold on i'm gonna find her name keep thanking people i think it was christine actually is it i thought it was like i don't know or something Amazon. hey as long as the check clears her name it's is Annie's, good money it's annie shout out to annie accounts payable yeah, man. I think, you know, I just, I really appreciate the time we had here. I think this technology is super innovative and hopefully it comes back in some form or fashion. Um, you know, I, I think this is the, you know, this is what Twitch is now for these streamers and I hope it isn't abandoned completely. Oh man, Mike Carson in, in chat gang. I didn't even know he was there. Shout out to Mike. He was also on the show. Damn. Yep. Shout out, shout out to Mike, man. Thank you for tuning in, tapping in on our last episode. That's, that's love, bro. Thank you so much. Hey man, this ain't this ain't it for us. Obviously, you guys see us everywhere. We, we're on TikTok now, of course. We're on YouTube as well. You can see all of our new episodes. You can see our episode of Throw Blacks with Three Six Mafia. We're recording a new episode this weekend that you'll be able to see. I'm gonna. Hey, it's costume day, so I got my costume already. Is while we were doing this episode, I got my costume. Josh is gonna fucking be weak as hell. We're gonna see. <laughs> I'm like for surprise shit. <laughs> On some surprise. If you do do Larry David, could you at least do a good Larry David voice? I might. <laughs> no, Josh need hey, I'm hey, I, I, I got full belief. I got full belief that 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 whatever whatever Josh has, uh that that it's gonna it's gonna be worthy of costume party. But listen, costume episode of, of Black Brent happening this weekend. Thank you guys for listening for the past year, year and a half, two years to us on Amp Radio. Um, I'm not even going to like, you know, I'm, I'm gonna leave with a song that, uh, I, I think is, 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 uh, poetic, 
to to the ending of the show. I want to thank every single person that listened to us. Thank every single person that, that, that tuned in, called in, that listened to the show and then went to our podcast or listened to our podcast and then went back to the, to, to the show. Like that's how major this is for us. So for Josh and MC, this is J5 signing off one last time on Ambradio. We'll talk to you guys next week on Black Print, of course. Subscribe to us there. Uh, and yeah, we'll see you guys next week with a new episode. Peace.